What's up, guys? Welcome back to SalesCast. And we're trying to talk today about how to make a great first impression and some things that you can do to actually separate yourselves on first calls, demo calls, et cetera. So kick things off here. I know, Max, you had a bit of a workflow you wanted to share. Yeah, I um, my team has been doing something so far this quarter that has worked pretty well. Previously, before that, I always used kind of like the same thing that I've been using since way back in the day. Um, something that you're obviously familiar with, Luke, something that Patrick kind of would walk us through back in the day during our Panadoc days. But I've kind of tried something new. Panadoc is a little bit different than where I'm at now, whereas like you could do a disco and demo on the first call. Where I'm at now, there's a little bit more of like a requirement on the actual discovery and having a full-blown conversation on that first call and then setting a second step or a next meeting. And that's when you're going to do that demo. And so like our introductory calls or our first calls are a little bit different. And so one thing that's been working super well that I kind of wanted to walk through was just the framework that we use um, to actually do that um, first call. And so it's, it's, it's four steps basically is the way that we break it down. So the first one, set an agenda, do discovery, um, get an understanding of what their ideal end state is, and then answer any final questions. Like leave like five minutes at the end, like two to five minutes at the end to answer some basic questions. Um, but leave enough at the end so you can have room to set that next step and, and do that demo on that second call. So I can kind of walk through each section of it. Um, the beginning piece, setting an agenda, it's pretty straightforward. So I like to use an upfront contract where it's you get them to agree, like this is what the call is going to be like. If things work out well and you like what you see, we're going to set a next step and go through that demo. So my first piece is setting an agenda up for a contract. That literally takes a minute, two minutes, get them to agree to it. So we have a clear expectation of what's going to happen during the call and then after the call as well. Um, the second piece is doing discovery. Now this part gets super nuanced depending on what you're selling, who you're selling to, um, the types of questions you need to ask to qualify, so on and so forth. Uh, on that point, what are you trying to get out of discovery? Pain points, things to connect. So basically what I'm trying to get out of that call is pain points for the next call. So it's good to know like what the pain points are, maybe answer a couple questions about how we solve it, but don't want to get into the weeds. I want to get those pain points out. So when I do my demo, I can redo discovery, get them, get those pain points brought up again, and then connect the actual pieces of the demo that will solve the specific pain points of the prospect mentioned. So that's like the whole point of of the discovery piece is to get them to come up in, in an ideal world. You get three pains, not always as easy as that, um, but at least get like one or two that you can then use to leverage in your next call um, is what I'm trying to get out of that. Okay. Um, and the next step I think is what the end state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from here, I would say 15 to 18 minutes of my calls are generally going to be discovery. Um, understanding pains, processes, how they do things, who's involved with what, um, a bunch of different stuff. And then from there, once I feel comfortable about the information that I've gotten, I move into what the prospect's ideal end state would be. So if they solve X, Y, and Z of their pains, what would that solution look like that solved their pains? And get them to tell you in their words, because then you're going to start to understand what's important to them in a solution that maybe you didn't think about. So I have tons of conversations every single week where I'm understanding what all the different pains are in the specific use case that I'm selling. So I feel like I understand and know what a prospect is going to say. But the biggest mistake that I've you know made in the past is I start to assume things 
that the prospector is going to tell me. And so I don't let them say that. I just assume they have that problem. And the best way to sell to somebody is for them to get you to tell them the problems, even if you know that's what they're going to say. And sometimes when I get them to tell me what their ideal end state is, they're giving me solutions to problems that I didn't pick up during my discovery, which is why I love that um, that question of like, if we were to solve X, Y, and Z pains, or if those X, Y, and Z pains were solved, what would an ideal end state solution look like for you guys? Like, what would it solve? Um, I like that question a lot. It can last anywhere from two to 10 minutes, depending on how long people like to talk. Uh, but it at least gives me something really specific to talk about in that demo. And then at the end, I always like to save two to five minutes for some questions. So I feel like, or so the prospect feels like they've been heard. Uh, and then we set that next step and then we jump into the demo on that next call. Okay. Uh, taking one step back, what's sort of the benefit or what happens when they verbalize the pain points or what they want to see out of a solution in the end state? Yeah. I actually was just talking about this today. We did a, a role play session with my team this morning and uh, we did cold calls and one of my AEs was doing a mock cold call and he assumed a pain before I told him. And so oftentimes what happens, like if you tell somebody that they have a problem, they're probably going to get offended or they're going to be put on the back foot and people don't really like that. So if you tell somebody like, Hey, I know you have this problem. You need to fix it. It's like, no, I don't. But if someone comes up with that problem and it's their idea that they came up with, it's really hard for them to backtrack from that problem because they're the ones that are openly telling you like, Hey, I have this problem. You know, this is how we're doing it today. And it's been kind of a pain in the ass in the past. And when you get them to do that, it makes it a lot easier for you later down the line to say, Hey, I remember, you know, on this call, you had mentioned that this was a problem that this is kind of like the outcome of that problem. Is that right? And they're much more likely to be like, yeah, a hundred percent versus like, Hey, I know you have this problem. You need to fix it. People get offended a little bit. Yep. I think on that side, it's the psychology of the ownership of that problem. I could tell you have a problem and you tell me to fuck off. I don't want your opinion, but if you bring it up and say, Hey, I'm having a problem with this and I want to solve it. You're admitting that you have a problem. You're admitting you want to find a solution and want to look forward to next steps. Yeah. It's that ownership difference, which is the difference between telling somebody they have a problem and selling them on the idea or how your service could actually better them. So that's an important distinction, I think. Yeah, but that's that's honestly the framework that we've been using that's working pretty well. Obviously, like when you get onto these first calls, especially if they're outbound, there are times where you might get lost in the call. So I like to at least have this general framework in place so I know like what stage I'm at. Like, did I, did I set an agenda? Cool, check off done did i do discovery cool check off now i'm a little lost like what do i need to do next we've been talking for about 15 minutes oh i want to understand what their ideal end state is cool check that off so it, it helps when you get lost but that's kind of the the general four-step process that we like to use it's a framework not a script though so keep that in mind like this is something that is to be iterated from call to call it's just a framework to follow rather than you know reading off a script and reading like pointing questions that your manager wrote out for you. So it's mostly a framework. Um, but Luke, I don't know. More what... like guidelines from what you're guidelines. Telling. Yeah. Guidelines to follow. Uh, but they don't give you the answers. It just gives you the the place, the places to run and play in. Um, but Luke, I don't know if you have any other tips for introduction calls. I know you're uh, you're the king of discovery. <laughs> yeah. If you open well, closing is a lot easier. I will say that. And a couple of ways to open well that are practical things that you can implement is doing a little bit of research ahead of the call. Go to their LinkedIn's, go to their websites, pick out two things that are interesting that you can actually use as an icebreaker on the beginning of the call. Rather than, hey, I saw you went to college at XYZ. 
you you scaled up the program at Microsoft and you did X Y Z over there. What was that like? And they'll be like, "That was five years ago. How'd you figure that out?" I've gotten that response so many times, and then they dive into their experience there. And I was like, oh, "Is it parallel to what you're looking for today?" It can be a great icebreaker if you find something relevant deep down in there. And then I did have like a couple other things for demoing that are practical tips you can do. So if I may, if you come onto a screen that looks like this, and I'm sorry, podcast listeners, this will be on our YouTube. But if you come onto a screen, you see bookmarks up, a bunch of different tabs, everything going crazy, your mind's going to get lost as a prospect. What am I looking at? Where are we going? So practical things you can work with are actually hiding your bookmarks. That's one small thing. For people on Mac, shift, command, B. Hides your bookmarks. Less distracting. Close off other tabs that are not relevant to what you're showing in this particular call. Keep the focus on the product and the problem that you're solving. And the final thing is before you show any features, before you dive into the product itself, get your prospect oriented to what they're seeing on the screen. And it can be as simple as, hey, let me just get you oriented real quick. This is our website. You see our rocket ship logo in the top left corner. You have your menu and your options in the top right. And what we're going to cover today is how to get in contact with us. It's down in the right-hand corner here and let's chat. So getting them oriented so that way they're comfortable and they know what to expect opens up the door for them to be open to your solution to their problem, which leads to the final point here. I used to think that you should demo and build up this momentum and hit them with a killer feature at the end. Oh, look at this amazing analytics suite. What could it mean for your business? Turns out if you hit them with the most powerful feature first, they'll start asking you for more features. Perfect example. You tell me you have no insight, you have no idea what's going on. What if you had an analytics suite that could tell you all these details, give you reports, and show you exactly what your customers are thinking? What would that mean? And then they'll start asking questions on top of that and lead you through the rest of the demo, the way buyers want to buy as a salesperson. That's some tricks that you can use there that are practical and hopefully take you through more successful demos. So yeah, uh, I think that for this week is some tips to help you on your opening calls, run a guidelines for your discovery and simple things to make the demoing process easier for your prospect to really digest and understand what the benefits of your solution are. So this has been the SalesCast podcast. Where we're trying to make prospecting simple and closing predictable. We'll catch you guys next week. 